fell in love with an alien. That led to catastrophes and fat financial losses for the ship. And although the situation ended favorably enough, passengers could have been endangered, and worse than that, secrets had been kept from his vengeful superiors. Sitting out the voyage inside the brig was a likely consequence, but dissolving into the ship's multitudes was Pamir's solution. The official story was that the runaway captain had slipped overboard 30,000 years ago, joining colonists bound for a new world. As a matter of policy, nobody cared about one invisible felon. But captains forgot little, and that's why several AIs were still dedicated to Pamir's case. Relentless, superconductive minds endlessly sifting through census records and secret records, images dredged up from everywhere, and overheard conversations in 10,000 languages. Every morning began with the question, Is this the day they find me? And between every breath, some piece of that immortal mind was being relentlessly suspicious of everyone. John? Tools froze in mid-task, and the mechanic turned. Over here. Do you have a moment? Three moments, he said. What do you want, Jeline? Jeline was human, short and rounded with fat, a cold-world adaptation worn for no reason but tradition. One of the newest trainees, she was barely six hundred years old, still hunting for her life's calling. I need advice, she said. I asked around, and several people suggested that I come to you first. The man said nothing, waiting. We haven't talked much before, she allowed. You work for a different crew, he said. And I don't think you like me. The girl often acted flip and even spoiled, but those traits didn't matter. What mattered was that she was a careless technician. It was a common flaw worn by young immortals. Carelessness meant that the other mechanics had to keep watch over her work, and the only question seemed when she would be thrown out of the program. I don't know you much at all, said Pamir. What I don't like is your work. She heard him, took a quick breath, and then she pushed any embarrassment aside. You're the Luddite, aren't you? There were various ways to react. Pamir told the nearest tool to pivot and aim, punching a narrow hole through the center of his palm. Blood sprayed, and the hole began to heal instantly. Apparently not, he said. Jeline laughed like a little girl, without seriousness, without pretense. Pamir didn't fancy that kind of laugh. John is a popular name with Luddites, she said. Pamir sucked at the torn flesh. He had worn John nearly as long as he had worn this face. Only in dreams was he anybody else. What kind of advice are you chasing? he asked. I need a topic for my practicum. Ugly eights, he said. That's what you're working on here, isn't it? He was rehabilitating the main drive of an old star taxi. Ugly eights were a standard, proven fusion engine. They had been pushing ships across the galaxy longer than most species were alive. This particular job was relentlessly routine and cheap, and while someone would eventually find some need for this old ship, it would likely sit inside a back berth for another few centuries. Ugly eights are the heart of commerce in the galaxy, said Pamir. And they're ugly, she said. Build a new kind of ugly, he said. Tweak a little function or prove that some bit or component can be yanked.
Make this machine better, simpler, or sexier, and a thousand mechanics will worship you as a goddess. Being worshipped, she said, that would be fun. She seemed to believe it was possible. The two of them were standing in the middle of an expansive machine shop. Ships and parts of ships towered about them in close ranks. Port Beta was just ten kilometers past the main doors, and the rest of Pamir's crew and his boss were scattered, no other face in sight. I know what you did for your practicum, said Jeline. You built a working Kajas pulse engine. Nobody builds a working Kajas pulse, he said. Not even the Kajas. You built it and then went up on the hull and fired the engine for ninety days. And then my luck felt spent, so I turned it off. I want to do something like that, she said. I want something unusual. No, he said. You do not. No. She didn't seem to notice his words.